Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Once again, the Bays team is the best team, the Golden State Warriors. Thank you for tuning in to a brand new episode of Strength and Numbers. I'm Brandon Cadiz. Happy New Year and Happy New Year to the new look Golden State Warriors. Currently riding hot on a five game winning streak. Of course, all of those games coming at home. They have three more games left at home on this eight game homestand. And the Warriors will welcome in the visiting Detroit Pistons in Chase Center tonight. Tip off at 7 p.m. Warriors at a record of 20 and 18, taking on the Pistons at 10 and 30. Just for all of my Bay Area folks, if you're listening to this podcast today, everyone stay safe in the Bay Area. A huge storm about to impact and hit the Bay Area. So if you're planning to head to Chase Center tonight, drive slow on the roadways. Make sure you're turning around if you see some stranded waters there in front of you. And just overall, stay safe. Try to stay at home. Watch the game on NBC Sports Bay Area. Of course, the radio call on 95.7 The Game. Well, the Golden State Warriors are coming off a magnificent win at home against the Atlanta Hawks. A double OT thriller. 143-141. to The Warriors squeak it out two nights ago at home at Chase Center. And I was lucky enough to be at the game. I got the hookup for some really great courtside seats at that game and that double OT victory. And I just want to shout out uh, Krista for the amazing seats there. A loyal Twitter user, a lawyer, loyal Twitter follower. You can follow her on Twitter at Krista Bruh. And I'll spell that out for you. It's K-R-I-S-T-U double H there, H-H. And then B-R-U-H-H. Krista Bruh, amazing courtside seats for that. Thriller there at Chase Center. Want to thank her for great and great opportunity to be able to watch that game. My first time sitting courtside at any NBA game. Again, make sure to go follow her. K R I S T U H H B R U H H. Krista has amazing videos every home game. She sits there courtside. Some clips there of some highlights of the particular home game for the Golden State Warriors. She's a great follow on Twitter. Go check her out and hit that follow button for her. You can also hit follow button on our podcast here at dubs underscore strength. That's dubs underscore strength. And you can follow me, your host, Brandon Cadiz, on Twitter at B C A D I Z zero i like to live tweet a lot for the golden state warriors games also retweet when the newest strength and numbers podcast comes out we'll talk about some key moments there in that game against the atlanta hawks before we really dive into the nitty-gritty talking about jordan Poole, stephen curry uh dante divincenzo the emergence of pbj and also ty jerome and anthony lamb but let's get right into the main attraction there the warriors in double ot kevon looney a game winning rebound tip in layup to save the 21 point 
comeback attempt by the Atlanta Hawks. Again, 143-141. Kevon Looney was a monster in that game. And going to the fourth quarter, you got to shout out Dante DiVincenzo. He's been on a heater recently, not only on the offensive side, but especially defensively, as I've talked about since he's come to the Golden State Warriors. We'll dive into all of that, but as always, we have to talk about our sponsors for this podcast, and that is Bet Online. Basketball is back, and Bet Online remains your number one source for all your sports betting needs this season. You'll always find the latest odds, team matchup info, player news, and game trends at Bet Online. And as your continued source for all sports wagering information, Bet Online features live betting, free contests, and giveaways all season long. Always the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports and events, whether that's the NFL, NBA, NHL, MMA, tennis, boxing, or even golf. Head to betonline.ag to join and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Make sure to use the promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, to receive your rewards. BetOnline, where the game starts. Kevon Looney with a monster night, 14 points and a regular season career high of 20 rebounds. He had a Career high of 22 rebounds overall in the playoff game last year against the Memphis, excuse me, against the Memphis Grizzlies. And Kevon Looney, a season high 10 offensive rebounds. We saw him battling in that first and second OT. Clay Thompson has a magnificent performance. He's back as well. Clay Thompson with 10 plus made three pointers for the seventh time in his career and the second most in NBA history, right behind Steph Curry's 22 10 plus three pointers games in NBA history. And hear this out the Warriors are 16 0 all time when Klay Thompson scores at least 40 points in a game. Now, Klay Thompson seeing that performance courtside was just amazing. He's back. He's been on a tear recently as well. 54 points overall for Clay, 8 rebounds, 3 assists. Went 10 of 21 from beyond the arc in this contest. And he missed the game-winning shot, but Kevon Looney cleaned it up. And that's all you need. What started off as a laughing matter, the Warriors built this 21-point lead. And in the third quarter, it was just a different story there for Golden State. Atlanta came soaring, scored 42 points in the third to the Warriors, 25 points. Bogdan Bogdanovich started getting hot, and Trey Young just got his time and ability there at the free throw line. 11 of 13 in this contest. He had 30 points overall, seven rebounds, and he hit six, or he had six free throw attempts. I think in that second OT, first OT, it might have been. Uh, Trey Young, just anytime you put a hand on him, he did the classic James Harden, throw his head back, um, the swing move with your arm. He was very crafty with how he got to the line, and it kept Atlanta in this game. The Warriors had a lot of open three-pointers, too, that they missed in overtime, but it came down 
to the team that would secure the second chance opportunities and that was the golden state warriors again kevon looney we mentioned him there was that hustle play by anthony lamb that was just great to see and he got that big rebound threw it to draymond there in that second ot and green hit that three-pointer just saw a tweet a couple uh hours ago of dalton johnson nbc sports bay area in the last two minute report apparently that dream on green three-pointer should not have counted because on the dribble drive earlier in that possession clay thompson apparently traveled but if we're nitpicking here trey young traveled a bunch when i was sitting courtside and saw that too but the league has been trying to be that stickler on travels carry and palming whatever you want to say but hey Draymond Green ultimately made that big three-pointer there and helped make a difference in that second OT. I want to get into Jordan Poole here. Uh, the last nine games since Steph Curry went out uh, against the Indiana Pacers with that injury, he's been turning the ball a lot more. 5.1 turnovers in the past nine games for Jordan Poole. It used to be at 3.1 turnovers before the Steph Curry injury coming off the bench for Jordan Poole. And two more turnovers per game. It's been something that has been troublesome for Jordan Poole. You know, last year when we first saw him taking over, we saw him slip a lot. And his ball control has been suspect. But just like Stephen Curry, when he started off his career, a lot of turnovers. That's what Jordan Poole is kind of doing now. But who can blame the young kid when you have to step up and take that Steph Curry role at this age? You're going to try to make some plays and, you know, his fancy dribbling moves get him into a bit of a situation where the turnovers continue to rise. He's working one-on-one. -on -one. He's isolating a lot more. And sometimes that doesn't work in this Warriors type of ball movement offense. And in that fourth quarter, had an opportunity to secure the game, take the lead for the Golden State Warriors off of a drive. Poole dribbles it off of his knee. And you see Steph Curry, the panda Steph Curry on the bench, biting his nails. Uh, I think there was a video on Twitter too of him from a bird's eye view angle of him of Steph Curry uh, putting his fist on one of the chairs, just frustrated about that Jordan Poole turnover. But, you know, Curry, we saw a supportive teammate after the DiVincenzo made three, a Draymond made three, Clay going off. We saw him hype up and, you know, just celebrating the accomplishment there by all of his teammates to secure that victory. So let's take a look at the numbers for Jordan Poole. Uh, before the Steph Curry injury, 29 games played, 9 games as a starter, nearly 18 points, 4.6 rebounds, 2.2 assists, shooting at 42, 31, and 86 shooting splits. Now, after the Steph Curry injury, 9 games all started, 29 points, 3.7 assists, 2.7 rebounds, a 44, 28, and 85 shooting split. Taking eight more shots as a starter and about two and a half more three-pointers as a starter. But those numbers have gone down from the three-point range. And I think especially in the game against the Atlanta Hawks, he took a lot of ill-advised threes that are step-back threes, threes that were airballed, at least two airballs I remember in that game against the Hawks. And Jordan Poole just has to limit his shot selection from the three-point line. He's taking these Steph Curry-like three-pointers, which, hey, if they go in, it's a good shot. He's not Steph Curry, but we've seen Jordan Poole make this. It's just that it is now um, 
Those type of three-point misses are just highlighted at a bigger point since he is the main focal point of the offense. He is the ball handler here, being the starting point guard now for the Golden State Warriors. Before, you could live with it, with him coming off of the bench, trying to make a play there with a second unit. Jordan Poole at one point missed six straight shots there, heading into overtime and overtime number two. Poole overall finished 2 of 12 from beyond the arc, 11 of 31 from the field. When you have nights where you're missing six straight three-point shots, you need to be able to, you know, take a step back. And it's easy to say to drive it into the hole, take that mid-range shot. Everyone knows that you have the ability and the speed to go coast to coast 94 feet and be able to put it down there and get it into the bucket. And that's just my thoughts there on Jordan Poole. He's having to take more of the offense. He's having to take control and dish it out to his teammates. And speaking of someone that has stepped his game up, I think the Golden State Warriors and that situation with Jordan Poole and Draymond Green, that situation has gone past what it was. The punch by Draymond Green, I think, really affected this Golden State Warriors team the entire season. But these past couple of games since Steph Curry has been out and since that meeting Draymond Green had after the team got blown out there against the Brooklyn Nets, he stepped up his game and Draymond with five points, 13 rebounds, 11 assists, two steals, three blocks. He's been playing amazing defense. And this is like defensive player of the year type of defense for Draymond Green. He did a great job in the pick and roll, I think, especially against the Atlanta Hawks, who really love to work it between Trey Young and John Collins. I think Draymond did an amazing job of knowing when to sag off, uh, defend and hedge whenever that pick and roll was coming and they had great help there with Kevon Looney right behind him those two just worked like it was a playoff game that atmosphere at Chase Center against the Atlanta Hawks felt like a playoff game I could really see all the starters really treat it sort of like this playoff atmosphere especially uh Kevon Looney Clay Thompson and Draymond Green they took the crowd's energy and they leveled up there in those extra overtime games and Steph Curry on the bench there, you know, the talk earlier in the season was, what can this bench do? You know, they're not hyping up their guys. And with Andre on the bench now, Steph on the bench, it's like a bittersweet situation. You don't get these players playing right, even Jamichael Green, but you get these veterans on the bench that can teach you how to be a teammate, how to be supportive. And I think Curry has brought that energy. If you're tuning into the game tonight, Steph Curry will be... Uh, with Bob Fitzgerald and Kalena Azubuki in the second quarter um, of the broadcast on NBC Sports Bay Area. So we'll have to see what Steph Curry has to say. And just a couple hours ago, some uh, updated news here already breaking. Uh, Bob Myers joined Stiney and Guru on 95.7 The Game. And Bob Myers said that Steph Curry is going to be reevaluated this weekend. He's working out on the court. There's no setbacks, and they plan to have Steph Curry return for his first game against the San Antonio Spurs on the road, the 50th anniversary, I believe, of the San Antonio Spurs, and they are going to try to hit that uh attendance record there at the Alamo Dome of over 50,000 or 60,000 
people at an NBA game. And hey, if that's when the Warriors have it targeted for Steph Curry's first game back, man, those fans are in for retreat down there at the historic Alamo Dome in San Antonio. We have so many players to touch on, but the recent uh, play as well of Anthony Lamb, Ty Jerome, I mean, even Patrick Baldwin Jr. Let's talk about him first because a lot of uh, Warriors Twitter, Twitter, a lot of the Warriors fans now are really seeing what Patrick Baldwin Jr. can do. And the Warriors' first round pick in the past three games, let's throw it back to the Brooklyn game. You know, that was that blowout loss there against the Brooklyn Nets, that 17-point performance there for PBJ, went 6 of 10, 5 of 8 from beyond the arc. That's when we were like, man, PBJ, garbage time sort of situation, but also learning experience for him. Uh, the following game against the Utah Jazz, a victory for him. That's the next game he saw some playing time. Saw about 12 minutes there, 11 points, Three rebounds, four of seven, but again, another good three-point shooting performance. Three of five from beyond the arc, and 11 solid minutes off the bench against the Atlanta Hawks as well in that victory, and eight points, two rebounds, three of seven, two of six from beyond the arc. The past two games, he's had at least one steal or one block, and he's doing some great things also on the defensive end, being able to guard uh, Trey Young on a few possessions against the Hawks. And I think Patrick Baldwin Jr., we mentioned coming in, he can be that type of guy to provide on the offensive end, has a good-looking jumper. He just got injured in college. Whenever our draft episode came out, we were very optimistic about him. And we're really seeing Steve Kerr rely on that now with uh, Jonathan Kaminga, James Wiseman, and Jamichael Green all on the injury. Also, uh, Andrew Wiggins at that forward position, that 3-4 position, that he's the type of stretch three, stretch four, sometimes maybe mostly a stretch three type of guy that you can plug and play and really take advantage of his length, his rebounding ability, and his um, just ability to play offense. Steve Kerr really has employed him, and Warriors fans are very excited, and I think we will see more of him tonight because already ruled out for the game against the Detroit Pistons are a couple of key guys, of course. We're going to take a look at here. Uh, Stephen Curry still, of course, out for tonight's contest. James Wiseman out still with that left ankle sprain, as well as Andrew Wiggins out with the illness. Patrick Baldwin Jr. is probable, though, with a right angle bursitis is what they have on the injury report. So if they're down PBJ, that could also be a really key factor here tonight against the Detroit Pistons with Jaden Ivey, you know, doing some things there with Detroit, the young rookie. Patrick Baldwin Jr. is probable. We do expect him to play. Again, Jamichael Green, Andre Iguodala, Jonathan Kaminga, and Steph Curry all out. Now, when they said that Jonathan, Jonathan Kaminga didn't have that ankle injury, when I was at the game against the Hawks, we saw him in a walking boot, and I'm sure all of you saw that too. It could be a longer period injury than we expected, but Jonathan Kaminga was starting to figure things out. Now, going off to the bench for the Warriors and talking about some other guys, we'll have to talk about Anthony Lamb. Now, his performance against the Hawks was great as well. Lamb finished the contest with 17 points, 7 of 12 from the field, 2 of 6 from beyond the arc, 7 rebounds, 
four assists, and one steal. Now, Anthony Lamb, we saw a lot of him jacking up those three-pointers, but then late in the contest, he was a key factor in rebounding, being able to dish it out to Draymond Green, of course, as we talked about earlier, and his ability to just score on layups and cuts to the basket, especially in overtime. Anthony Lamb was a great key factor Anthony Lamb has stepped up big in the past five games, double digits in three of the past five games has really been a factor for the Warriors here and Steve Kerr, again, with that Jonathan Kaminga injury, James Wiseman being out, they're going to rely on these guys to play more minutes in. Anthony Lamb's play, his three-pointers, his ability to rebound, just ability to cut to the basket. He's a type of guy that has replaced Otto Porter Jr. very well. Again, Dante DiVincenzo replacing Gary Payton II. And we've seen his defense come within the past five games for Dante DiVincenzo. Also for Anthony Lamb, his ability to just understand and cut to the basket, be the type of guy to set screens and know his role and his opportunity. Earlier in the season, a lot of people were saying that Anthony Lamb, Ty Jerome, how are they going to contribute? There is a lack of contribution and knowing their role, but they've been able to provide and change that narrative of if they were both worth these two-way contracts. Now, Ty Jerome, we flip it to him. He had that big game against that the Utah Jazz to secure a five-point victory a couple of games ago. That's when he exploded for 17 points, uh, seven rebounds, and ha had a really big game there for the Warriors. He also had two back-to-back 14-point -back performances against the Brooklyn Nets. You know, garbage time there, seeing more minutes. But against the Memphis Grizzlies, the Ty Jerome game, 14 points, four rebounds, six of nine, uh, two of four from beyond the arc. It's just that it's strength in numbers all over again. And I think that was the quote I saw a couple nights ago, Clay Thompson saying that everyone knows their role. And just like last season, towards the end of the year where Stephen Curry was out and the Warriors were still fighting for seeding and they went on this hot run to go into the playoffs. And we saw Jordan Poole, uh, Jonathan Kaminga, Gary Payton II really see run in the absence of Steph Curry to show what they're made of to take these higher roles now of having to step up because Steph Curry was out. That's the same thing we're seeing early in this season. And I think it's a blessing in disguise once again for these guys to really see a run and know their role with Steph Curry being out. Now, people are saying what happens when Steph Curry comes back? Well, it's an easy scenario. You go back to your old rotation sort of. But then now I feel like Steve Kerr has the trust in these players of what they've shown with Steph Curry being out. He can rely on guys like Ty Jerome now and Anthony Lamb. Uh, again, you still have Jamichael Green out with that injury and Andrew Wiggins. So you get the starters back, you get Steph back, and you get Jamichael Green back. We still haven't seen Andre Iguodala play a single game this season. We'll see how he factors in. But now the talk is among Dub Nation and Golden State Warriors fans is who are they going to sign to a full contract if it comes down between Anthony Lamb 
and Ty Jerome because they're on a two-way contract. And later on in the season, just like last year, we saw Gary Payton II play this amazing role for the team. He was on a two-way contract and they were forced to sign him to a full contract for him to be eligible for the playoffs. Now, are the Warriors going to sign Jerome or Lamb? Are they going to keep both? Now, if you go the route of keeping both of them, who are you going to cut? The most likely candidates, if you're just taking a look at the roster right now, Andre Iguodala has not played a single game this season. Jamichael Green has been out with the injury, and you know he was struggling before that injury. So I think the Warriors come down between Iguodala and Jamichael Green if they want to sign both Anthony Lamb and Ty Jerome later on in the season. Again, we're almost at the halfway point. We're at 39 games of the 82-game NBA regular season. That decision might come later on in the 60-game portion of the year. So we still have about 20 to 25 games for until that decision needs to be made by Bob Myers and company. It's a great problem to have for the Golden State Warriors. Narrative has shifted as the Golden State Warriors, again, five wins in a row. They're going for six wins in a row tonight against a struggling Detroit Pistons team. And when we take a look at the schedule, the Warriors still have three games left at home on this eight-game homestand. They have an NBA best home record of 17 and 2 but if you flip that and take a look at the road numbers they have an nba worst record of 3 and 16 on the road the splits are just absolutely different now if the warriors can just play like they do at home on the road this will be an unstoppable team just like last season and have a great way of repeating for this upcoming year as NBA champions. When we take a look at the Western Conference standings, the Warriors currently at ninth. They would be in the play-in tournament at a record of 20-18. and 18. But there's only a four-and-a-half game separation in the Western Conference for that number one seed who is currently owned by the Denver Nuggets at 24-13. and 13. Now that is the blessing this season in the NBA but especially in the Western Conference, that there is not that dominating team in the Western Conference that has taken it by storm, has ran with the number one spot, and the Golden State Warriors still have a chance of competing and going for that number one seed. A top three finish is still possible, especially with Steph Curry returning in two weeks. We're just waiting for Andrew Wiggins to return back to health and get... Uh, get over his sickness and his illness. His injury is not a factor anymore. It's just him being sick with whatever uh, virus or whatever sickness that he has. So once he returns, the Warriors really have this cohesive unit that can really make a deep run here and compete for a top three seed in the Western Conference. Now we'll close the podcast out with this. Steve Kerr, Last season, it was Gary Payton II, the emergence of Jonathan Kaminga there and his ability to provide a spark in that Denver Nuggets series. And now the, the talk of the Golden State Warriors and their fans is Patrick Baldwin Jr. Is he going to be a factor? Is he really going to take advantage of these minutes until Wiggins, Wiseman, Green uh, are all able to return onto the court? And I think that answer has yet to be answered. But in the past three games, PBJ has been a factor uh, on the offensive end and has shown promises uh, of his ability on the defensive end. And that was the knock of him in college. Barely got to see him there. Again, the draft pick there who played with his father in college. 
and still drafted by the Golden State Warriors. And as I've said, every single year, the Warriors draft picks, they have the luxury of taking a swing on these guys that are projects. And so far, it has worked. James Wiseman is still a project. And I think the Warriors still keep him. Um, uh, you know, a lot of the trade rumors saying, hey, are they going to trade Kaminga? Are they going to trade Wiseman? I think they stand put with this roster, especially with how it's turning out right now without Stephen Curry and these guys showing promise. Now, we'll really close it off with this and have you guys really think about it. Um, I did forget to mention Ryan Rollins does have that contract with the Golden State Warriors. He could be a candidate of getting waived if they want to sign both Anthony Lamb and Ty Jerome to full contracts. Uh, the Jordan Poole thing, I saw this great article off the SF Chronicle that uh, Jordan Poole uh, averages this season 3.6 turnovers, um, currently ninth in the NBA for that, but he's among the stars of Paul George at 3.6, Jean Moran at 3.7, Trey Young at 3.8, Giannis at 3.8, and Joel Embiid at 3.9 for leading in turnovers. Those are guys that are staples of their team that command the ball, and that's what Jordan Poole is doing in the absence of Stephen Curry. He's making turnover plays, but how can you blame him when he's stepping in to that Steph Curry sort of role. We'll end the podcast on that note, guys. Again, the Golden State Warriors take on the Detroit Pistons tonight at Chase Center, the sixth game of the eight-game homestand. Warriors looking to push their winning streak to six games all at home. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of Strength and Numbers once again. Thanks for tuning in every single week. Happy New Year. You can follow us on Twitter at dubs underscore strength and follow me on Twitter at bkadiz0bcadiz0. Once again, thanks for listening and until next time, go dubs. This show is presented by Bet Online. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.